Peter and Andrew, James and John. I have to wonder if they had a clue about what they were getting into when they decided to leave their nets at the shore and follow after Jesus. After all, they knew what life was about. It was about seasons and fish and mending nets and long wakeful hours on the water and weather and wondering whether this many moons would pass before their livelihoods would be lost. And then comes this crazy wild-eyed guy standing at the seashore saying, Repent! The kingdom of heaven has drawn near. Well, what does he mean by repent? Let alone, what is he talking about the kingdom of heaven? Just this week, somebody remarked to me that I, as a person who has chosen a particular vocation to serve the church, has elected to take the wild ride. And I hesitated for a moment because there was that temptation right there to see and wonder how clergy might be set apart somehow from the rest of Christians. But then I realized, you know what, we're all on the wild ride, aren't we? I mean, yeah, okay, so it's vulnerable to be subject to a little boat like this one with its, all its rules and regulations and fundraisers and wondering whether or not we're going to make budget next year and all of those things. But how is that different from the rest of you leading your lives in the world? subject to forces beyond your control, subject to an economy that might change direction again tomorrow, to the weather, to the tides, to the changes that the world will bring. We're all on that wild ride. And then just to add to things, I opened Facebook and discovered an article about the demise of the institutional church. Honey, I've read something about that somewhere else before. So I read the article and I thought, oh great. And then another article popped up on the Facebook news feed about the demise of the institutional church and all the bad things it had done over the years. And then another article and then another article. And I thought, is everybody writing about this right now? But then it dawned on me, Facebook was doing Facebook's job. You read an article on one subject, it gives you articles on the same subject again. It thinks you're interested in this, right? And so you get sucked into this sort of echo chamber that we all get sucked into with contemporary consumer-driven media, right? You hear what they think you want to hear, and you get more of it. And I thought, boy, this really distorts reality for all of us, doesn't it? And then I thought, but how is that really different from these fishermen at the Sea of Galilee. Their reality was fishing. Do you think they knew what Jesus meant when he said, come and I will make you fish for people? No clue. What, are we supposed to catch them with nets? Really? 
Jesus has just come out of the wilderness. He has come out of a time of deep temptation and deep introspection. He has looked deeply at the human condition in himself, if nowhere else. He has been tempted by however you want to talk about temptation, whether you want to talk about Satan or those inner voices that we have or that inner darkness. He has been tempted to take on power as the world knows it. To be granted power over people, over kingdoms even, because that's how the world gets power. That's how the world knows it. And he has rejected it. And then he comes out and is the first sign to show where this path is going to take him. John is imprisoned. Now Jesus was no fool. He knew who was next on the hit list. Now do you suppose if Peter and Andrew and James and John had known that, they would have left their nets and followed him? Probably not. Would you? If you knew this path ended at the cross, would you get up and follow? Probably not. What does repentance mean then? Is it just us gathering on Sunday mornings as we do and hoping that we'll do better this week? Oftentimes that's what we get out of the institutional church. But no, for Jesus, repentance means something much more radical than that. It means following someone who has rejected the ways our world works with power, through division and strife, and gathering wealth, and instead going on that dusty, wild ride that nobody can quite predict. Now, didn't they teach you that in Sunday school? Come on, be honest. Did they teach you that in Sunday school? I didn't learn that in Sunday school. Our church is no different from that little community in Corinth that Paul was writing to all those years ago. Once you get beyond the amusement. So how many people did Paul really baptize in Corinth, right? You get to that steely edge of his message to them. They are still caught up in the ways of the world, like the institutional church has always been, grappling and wrestling and getting into factions and divisions and strife, all the things that the world does. And yet Jesus still comes to us at the seashore of our lives and says, come and follow me. I will make you fish for people. Repentance is as simple as following him into that mission of claiming the wild ride. Now here's the good news. The good news is that Jesus didn't expect that repentance to happen in the synagogue. He could have confined his time to all the houses of worship but instead he goes to places like the seashore, the booths of tax collectors, to people sitting under a tree, some people up a tree, remember Zacchaeus? 
He goes to places where people are gathered together around the table. He sits down to eat with friends and enemies alike because he knows that the work of repentance for them and for us is not just here, but is out there the other six days of the week where we are on that wild ride. Sometimes it seems alone, sometimes together, but always with our God in Christ who promises to lead us into new life, life that even conquers death. This has been a sermon podcast from the Episcopal Church of Our Savior, Mill Valley, California. We are a growing, welcoming community for those seeking to deepen their relationship with God and to journey in faith with God's people through the breaking of bread and in service to others in Christ's name. You can reach us by phone at 415-388-1907 or visit us online at OurSaviorNV.org. That's O-U-R-S-A-V-I-O-U-R-M-V for Mill Valley, dot O-R-G. We wish you God's peace, and we hope to greet you in person very soon.